Hi. Hey. How's it going? Oh, you know, it's great. Everything's awesome. <laughs> Everything's awesome. Everything's awesome. Kara is very pregnant. <laughs> she's she's 20 weeks now. Yeah. Which fascinates me because if you all could just see her. Listen, when I was 20 weeks pregnant, Kara's all belly. I was like equal opportunity weight gain. Right. Head to toe. That's how I was with Sophie. And so I think I retained all the fluid. Right. In the world. Right. I'm convinced that she just hates being in there. I said she's ready to get out. She wants to bust out. She's a little wild child. Yeah. I love her already. Yes. I can't wait. God, she's going to be the sassiest child. I always tell people, I hope she has a lot of hair. But you know how how Willow and Sophie aren't sassy. They're not sassy at all. So I always tell people that I hope she has like a raspy voice as a toddler and like wild hair Mm -hmm. when she's born. Like that's all. If They're not, raspy she's voice. I'm gonna spank her when little she comes babies out. with raspy voices. <laughs> I love it so cutest. much. My mom taught preschool for a while, and she had this one little boy. His name was Aaron, and he was the tiniest. Like he was born preemie, so he was like very petite for a while. And he called cheetahs machitas, and so I would always go up there to like ask him about like what's the cheetah doing today? And he's like, "Well, this machita can run this fast." And I'd be like, Please oh my god, tell me more about it. One day he was like that hilarious machita on this picture, like trying to say hilarious cheetah. That hilarious machita, and I was like, "Uh huh, Aaron, tell this me more." Perfect. Tell me everything yeah. uh-huh. forever. Yeah, please narrate. Love me. Just record you talking. Machita, machita, hilarious, machita. Oh God, I love it. Kids are amazing. They are the best for the most part. Uh, <laughs> okay. So I, you know how much I love Charleston. Mm-hmm. I, and food. <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, I'm going to do a side piece on my favorite places in Charleston that are also the most haunted. Perfect. Amazing. Yes. Yeah. Okay. My last trip there, we just kind of stumbled, you know, how much we love like creepy grapes and all the cool, Everything like creepy. old yeah. spooky plants. So the Unitarian Church graveyard, it's pretty haunted. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that when I was in there. I was just admiring all the crazy plants because it really is like you're walking into a rainforest because they just let it overgrow. I love that. And I yes. love old cemeteries anyway because the way that gravestones yes. used to be and how yeah. ornate and the different sizes. Well, in this area and like Savannah and stuff, you have all the moss growing from the trees. Mm-hmm. And so Beautiful. you're just like, oh, let me sit here for a bit. Yeah. Not knowing that a ghost is probably sitting next to me. But it said the Unitarians believe in using overgrown vegetation as a symbol of life after death. Oh, that's great. That's really I cool. Love it. Yeah. That's a really nice yeah. tie-in. Yeah. So some of the hauntings. We've got a Mary Bloomfield. She died in Mount Pleasant in 1907. It says she haunts the graveyard. She was happily married, but her husband went for a business trip and never came back. She was so heartbroken that even after death, she continued to wander the graveyard looking for him. So she was always like, I wonder if he died and they buried him in here in like a pauper's grave or something. Oh. So she just like still wanders. Yeah, so they, because she loved him so much. Yeah. So she still like wanders through there. Another one, a notorious serial killer, Lavinia Fisher. Some people tried to say that she was buried there, but they found out that she was actually buried in a potter's field near MUSC after she was executed. Maybe Maybe someone she knows is there or maybe some of her victims. Right, exactly. And she's like going back to visit them. Or maybe she's tied to them. Like she can't move on and they're making her stay. Yeah. 
Oh, she's chained to it? Yeah. Ooh, I like that a lot. Okay, so then there's an Annabelle Lee. She fell in love with an 18-year-old man who was stationed at Fort Moultrie in the 1800s. A lot of people think that it was Edgar Allan Poe. Oh. Yeah, she was 14 at the time. And, of course, Daddy oh. didn't approve of her relationship with unknown man, possibly Edgar Allan Poe. So, well, he didn't... Like four years older, but... Right. Exactly. I mean... 14 what? and 18 in the 1800s, though? So? My 14-year-old, Basically, some 18-year-old never, boy was uh, talking nope, to her. I'd be like, what no, are you doing? No. Go yeah, talk to girls be, your own age, you weirdo. He would, yeah, he would not be in existence anymore. <laughs> no. um, but it's the 1800s. I mean, they got married and had kids at like 15, 16. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Um, yeah, I don't know. So daddy didn't like it. But they still like hid their relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, but then... As a soldier, you transferred to different places during war and stuff, so he had to transfer. She died while he was gone, and family buried her in an unmarked grave in case he came back because they didn't want him to be able to visit her. That seems a little extreme. It's absurd. She's passed away. Yes, but listen, two days after Edgar Edgar Allan Poe died, Annabelle Lee was published. Oh, his story? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So they say that Annabelle wanders this cemetery because she's buried there looking for her lover. So was he actually her lover? I mean, I, I wonder why it would be rumored to be him. If it, Like, what are the reasons, you know? Is it because of that story? Right. Or? I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Okay, so the next two, my last two. The Mills House Hotel and Pugin's Porch. Have you been to Charleston? Pugin's? Pugin's. P-O-O. G-A-N. No. It is one of my absolute favorite restaurants. Like, oh. the food is amazing. The staff is amazing. It says porch it is, in it. So I'm yes. Already, like, it, well, it. it's got this cute little, like, several porches. And, like, oh, an old, fun. you know, Charleston home. Yeah. Been there for forever. I haven't been to Charleston, I don't think, ever. Oh, my gosh. We yeah. need to go. I know. I you really want to take, like, a podcast, like, baby Podcast? Moon? Uh-huh. Baby Moon? Yeah. It makes sense Let's that do, yeah. we would take a baby moon. To <laughs> Charleston. Yeah. So we can eat all my favorite things. Oh my God, that sounds great. Yeah. Okay, Pugin's Porch, amazing restaurant. Also, I tried to recreate their biscuits. It has their recipe on their website. It's not the same. Oh, yeah. It does not taste the same. Don't, they don't want they don't to give it. The same. They probably no. give it up. So good. But while we were there, we're sitting at dinner, enjoying everything. And our um, staff noticed my tattoo on my arm. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you like witchy things and haunted things? And I was like, yeah. He's like, well, there's usually ghost haunts. He was like, but don't go on those because, you know, they try to tell They're you all They're commercialized. Yeah. 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 He was I don't like, like ghost walks. But here's all the cool things you can go do after this. Oh, cool. I know. He was amazing. I think I still have that list, like, mm-hmm. in my car, just, like, all the places he told me to go. Mm-hmm. But Pugin's porch is very haunted. Like, women going into the bathroom have been known to, like, come out screaming. Oh, my gosh. Because they see these ghosts. So... Forever ago, these two sisters lived in this home, mm-hmm. in which is now Pugin's Porch. It was Elizabeth and Zoe St. Amon. It says they were super close, obsessed with each other. And they said they always saw, like locals, said they always saw the sisters walking around town, shopping, any, literally anything attached to each other. They didn't do anything separate. Mm. So Elizabeth dies first in 1945. And Zoe just fell into this deep, dark depression. Oh, she yeah. just yeah, literally right. lost her mind. Yeah. Her mental state deteriorated, and they, like, all the time could see her just standing on the second-story balcony 
waiting for her sister to come back. They oh. said that neighbors would hear her like literally screaming her sister's name just at night. Oh, how Just awful. wanting her to come back. Yeah. She stayed in that house all by herself, not doing anything, didn't talk to anyone. Neighbors were like, we got to do something with her. Like, she yeah, is a she hot needs, mess. Yeah. We need to help take care of her. So they took her to St. Francis Hospital, and she lived out the remaining of her years there. They buried her in St. Lawrence Cemetery. But they said that her spirit still visits Pugin's porch. Like I was saying, customers and staff see her often. Some of the most famous stories are women in the bathroom. They see an old woman in the bathroom and they think nothing of it until they see her picture on the wall. And they're like, oh my God, this ghost is in here with me. But just her? Yeah. And it's just her sister's still not with her. Yeah. I hate that. Yeah. But says she's constantly like they're looking for her sister. Oh. Like they're soulmates. Yes. When I, side, yes. quick sidebar. Yes. A few years ago, remember this is like right around when I first met you. Yeah. And I went with Amanda up to that really amazing oh, yeah, yeah. yoga place, yeah, the yeah. Kripalu yes, up in yes. Massachusetts. Oh my gosh, you guys. Kripalu. Look it up. K-R-I-P-A-L-U. Wonderful place. Yeah, I that's love what, it. We were like becoming besties because yeah. we texted each other nonstop while you were there. Yeah. Yeah. And so... They did all sorts of cool things there. You could get a tarot. It was yoga and, and spiritual stuff. And mm-hmm. I had an Akashic reading. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that she talked about when she did mine was how, you know, we all have soulmates. And it doesn't mean romantic. Mm-hmm. It just means souls that you're tied to. Yes. And you kind of keep appearing in each other's lives, right. different lifetimes, right. in different roles. Yeah. So sometimes maybe you are lovers, but sometimes yeah. maybe you're a mother and a daughter. Right. Or sometimes exactly. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And so when someone like that, who just is so completely lost without it, it's just like, oh, it makes me think maybe they were soulmates. Yeah. If you believe in such things. No, that is very sweet. I love it. So final, the Mills House Hotel, an adorable pink hotel. Like the aesthetic is amazing. Mm -hmm. I was reading, they just did some renovations that was, it's supposed to come to an end this fall. So we should go stay there. We'll look it up. Mills yes, House? the Mills House Hotel. It's adorable. The person that I went with chose this because they know me so well. Mm-hmm. Our room was literally facing Pugin's porch. Mm. The second uh, story. Look at it. Oh, Isn't yeah. it so cute? Oh my gosh, yeah. Look at it. It is perfect. Yes. It was built in 1853, and it was named for the builder and local grain merchant, Otis Mills. General Robert E. Lee in 1861 was in Charleston, and he was there to just do some military stuff. He decided he was going to stay at the Mills house. At the same time that he was there, a huge fire took over half a dozen blocks of the city. So Robert E. Lee and his guys were watching the fire from the roof of the hotel when they were like, oh, shoot, building's on fire. Oh, Or it's about to be on fire. Yeah. What they did was, instead of, like, leaving, they found all the women and children and got them out. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. They led them through the cellar. Some of the military guys stayed behind with some of the staff to fight the fires with wet blankets. They saved the building and the people that were in it. But people are saying that there's, like, all these ghost sightings of, like, military men on these floors. And since then, it's been sold and rebuilt and like you know old buildings Mm -hmm. kind of fall apart Mm -hmm. they fixed the structure of the building and all this stuff and they've added a couple more floors and people say that there will be like ghosts on the new floors like military men running frantically 
looking for like, people. Right. Um, and they're also like, these are new floors to them. So what if they're lost on them and they have no clue where to find these people at? Oh. Yeah. There's another one where these people say that they stayed there and there's a ghost that will like, it thinks that the room is theirs. And so if you stay in this, I think it's in like the 300s. If you stay in this room, they will like violently shake your bed and like, this is my room. Slam Get on the out. door and like do all these things. I'm going to talk to a manager. Exactly. <laughs> like, I don't like you being in here. I, I, I didn't get money for this right. room. I didn't sign up to be in a room with another <laughs> <Yeah>. person. <laughs> People are like, well, there's an angry ghost in this room. Um, I don't know what to do about them. And then another one, this person, they said that they, in the article, they said, I jokingly asked the front desk clerk which floor the wandering ghost was haunting that evening. And the clerk with a straight face informed me he or it was roaming the third floor that evening. And he said, you know, me and my group just kind of started laughing, but like the clerk was He's very like, serious. Like, why are we joking about yeah, this? Yeah, you asked. It's not even, you know, it's just like a matter of yeah, fact. Like, it's like not even a, a yeah. debate at this point. Yeah. Yeah. You asked and. Oh, there's. Here's, yeah. 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 And then the person went on to be like, we did hear some banging, but we thought it was maybe just the old pipes. Like while I was there, I heard banging. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, well. Yeah, here they are. <laughs> here we go. Yes. And it's so funny too because you'll be like outside, like Charleston. I feel like it's one of the safest cities to like wander at night. You can mm-hmm. just come back from restaurants late, and, and you know everybody's just out hanging out in the cemeteries and stuff and old churches. So you're coming back and you're walking down the sidewalk, and there's ghost tours like standing in front of your hotel, and that, you're just like, oh, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm down. People dying. I'm staying there's in some, this hotel. There's some ghosts in what room? <laughs> On what floor? Yeah. Great, great. I'm in there. Okay. <laughs> Lovely. My room, you say. Yeah. Okay. Wow. <laughs> and then there says there's a female ghost who's a little more curious than she is aggressive. She likes to watch guests while they sleep. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Yes. I'd rather than be aggressive. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, let me know you're here. Yeah. And then it says guests staying in 107 report the presence of a mysterious woman who watches them from the foot of the bed. And then a lot of times guests say that they can see some ghosts that look normal from the waist up, but then they they see completely through their legs or feet or they don't even have legs or feet. I wake up entirely too often at night yeah, to have that kind of stuff in uh-huh. my head, even here in my own house where no one has yeah, ever yeah. been murdered to my knowledge. Yeah. I wake up and I look around like, is there someone else here? Right. What do we do? Why? No. And then a lot of times, like I mentioned, you can look out from the side, like if you're in a room of the Mills house that faces Pugin's porch, you'll sometimes see someone sitting on that second balcony. They've said that it's gone so far to where people think someone's trapped in the restaurant after it's been closed. Oh, wow. So they'll call police and police will be like, there's Zoe again. Yeah. (laughs) There she is. Oh, poor Zoe. I mean, yeah, that's so sad. Yeah. I mean, it's sad too, because it's just like, well, they should at least be able to be together in their afterlife. Right. I know. But maybe her sister had other things she needed to take care of. Her sister was like, she drove me crazy. <laughs> yeah, I finally got away from her. I cannot <laughs> go back now. Yeah. Now I hear I'll all these stories. My life. She's I'm like wandering life. the streets of Charleston and she's like, just stop. Just stop. Just stop. You're embarrassing me. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but those are a few of my favorite. Charleston sounds great. It's amazing. I've heard a million good things about it, not just yeah. from you, but I know it's one of your favorite places. Yeah. Fantastic. It's a dreamy little place. Yeah. Yeah. We'll go get haunted there. Yes. 
Um, and then our baby will our baby our baby our, baby, <laughs> our, our baby child that we have together born looking like one of the ghosts she'll no be, her, no, her spirit no. will be taken over by <laughs> oh my god it'll be like damien yeah oh my god yeah <laughs> okay okay that's going to happen we i will be going do to not claim that energy <laughs> i reject that cannot take it now uh, okay uh, happy tuesday guys yeah. We will be back on Friday with another episode. Can't wait. Okay, we love you. <laughs> so much. Goodbye. Goodbye.